0: You're listening to the Real Life AI Podcast, the show that invites leading industry and academia experts to dig into the real-life applications of artificial intelligence. Your host of the podcast is Tigran Petrosian, the co-founder and CEO of SuperAnnotate, which is an end-to-end platform to build and manage training data known as the backbone of AI. The guest of this episode is Christopher Hopper, the co-founder and CEO of Aurora Solar. He shares the story behind building a company that has hit a $4 billion valuation. From the very first accomplishments to the expansion of the company through machine learning applications, Christopher unveils how Aurora Solar designed a better way to install solar panels with a vision for a more sustainable future. With no further ado, let's tune in and find out more.
1: Hello everyone. I'm very excited to welcome you to our next episode of the Real Life AI podcast series. I'm your host Tigran Petrosian. I'm the co-founder and CEO at Superannotate. We're building an end-to-end data infrastructure for various machine learning applications. I'm also very particularly excited to have Chris, uh, the co-founder and CEO at Aurora Solar. As its name may suggest, Aurora Solar is a solar industry software, and it's making the solar installation process very quick and easy. Of course, Chris will tell more about this. The company has already raised over half a billion dollars. Hey, Chris, great to have you. Uh, How are you doing?
0: I'm great. Thanks for having me, Tigran.
1: Excited for this conversation. Can you share more about what's your story, how you ended up uh, founding Aurora Solar?
0: Yeah, happy to. Uh, We started Aurora Almost ten years ago, at this point, 2013, uh, my co-founder Sam and I we met in in business school um, at Stanford, and we became friends early on in the program. And as we're talking about what you know, what might we do after school, uh, where our interests lie, um, I shared some of my my background with Sam, which was the off grid electrification space. So I did, spent a couple of years trying to figure out how do we sustainably electrify off grid communities in developing countries, and out of that you know, discussion came the idea of starting actually a larger scale solar installation business again focused on emerging markets. So building, you know, medium-sized um, residential and commercial um, solar installations, in particular in East Africa. And so to show that we can do that, we decided to uh, put together a pilot projects. So during nights and weekends we would meet in the library and dorm rooms and design a system, we found suppliers, we raised a loan, We Know, put the whole thing together, and then ultimately we flew uh, flew to Kenya, and installed the system. So that was back in 2012 um, while we were still in school. Wow. And then what started happening is that other people started reaching out to us and asked us, "Hey, does solar make sense for me for my home, for my business?" Because they saw that you know the system worked, the word of mouth you know happened. Um, the, the school had no more power cuts. They saved on a bill every month, and so we got a lot of, a lot of inbound interest. Um, and the question was always the same: like, what what can solar do for me? Does it make for me sense for me to go solar? And, and our answer was, well, we don't know. It it depends, right? Every system is different. Every building has a different roof structure, different environment, different uh, energy consumption profile. Um, and so, what ends up happening is that you you design, uh, um, uh, uh, you go through the design process anew every every time. Um, and, and that's how we realized that to, to scale this as a business, we really needed um, software to to streamline the, the process of going solar. And then we looked into all the, the details, the market and, and so forth. We saw, whoa, there's there's actually a lot of costs associated with going with the process of going solar. In fact, in the US, more than half the cost of a solar installation is is not the equipment. It's, it's the soft costs that sit on top. Mm-hmm. And so it became clear to us to take solar to where it needed to go um we you know there needed to be a software platform to power this transition to to a future that's in large part powered by by solar energy
1: amazing uh if you remember this early years what do you think was the most uh difficult part of the building basically the mvp the early product
0: the product was i mean what we do there's a lot of deep technology so um that's actually one thing that differentiates us in in our market is that we we take a pretty rigorous approach to everything we do. So we just a, a ser- series of engines, if you will, that um, that do different things. We have a simulation engine. We have a uh, that simulates the energy production of a system. We have a ray tracing engine that uh, calculates um, how much sun, uh, which part of the uh, the, the the roof of the system receives. Um, we have an optimization engine that designs optimal solar installation. We have, a, of course, machine learning engine as well, um, and so we have sort of this sequence of engines. Each one of them was, was significant development effort. So, I guess that was that was a challenge initially. Was to um, well, it obviously it takes a lot of a lot of work to put all that together, and also it requires a lot of people with very specialized knowledge. So, also building the team that can that can build that um, that was a that was also um, one of the early challenges, although, to be fair, we actually had a, um, maybe an easier time with it, because we had a, we have a great mission that, that appeals to mm-hmm. people. So we found really talented folks um, uh, wanted to join us and, and and help make this, this future that's powered by solar become a, a reality.
1: Yeah, really, really amazing. How long did it take usually to really build that? Because I can imagine building that sophisticated system is not like some uh, many software products building yeah. an MVP and testing maybe takes uh, easy very quick but in your case it sounds pretty sophisticated mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so in a, in a way 10 years um, mm-hmm. but uh, we know I mean the first version probably a year and a half um, something like that constant iteration and you get feedback feedback from the user and you you add mm-hmm. features and, and repeat it mm-hmm.
1: Do you remember the time when you felt like, oh my God, it's working. It's going to scale. There's nothing like this in the
0: world. Yeah. You know, there were sort of multiple of those in a way. Um, Mm -hmm. first one was when we we received the first check for a first payment for our software. And that was a big thing. It was just a going from, okay, we're we're putting together this, this cool project to someone is willing to pay us for this was, Mm -hmm. was pretty amazing. It was only $159. Uh, we still have, it, it was a physical check. We had no bill, billing system. So we literally got a check in the mail. I walked to, walked to chase bank down the street and I cashed it <laughs> first, first revenue. So that was that was huge. Um, not cause of the amount, but the, the, what it meant. Um, and then the second was actually when we hit 1 million in ARR, um, which was probably a year after we launched a product or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was uh, that was pretty amazing too. you know the million dollars uh, you know mm-hmm. is a it is uh, was, was a large number for what I was yeah used to, and so the fact that you know people are paying us that sort of money um, was was quite special also to note maybe in tying it back to to your question around challenges um, early days fundraising wasn't, wasn't that easy for us now we've we've raised a lot of money, but back in 2013 you know it was a very different environment, not necessarily in terms of the the, the, macro, but solar in particular was not a, not a very hot space. And so we ended up bootstrapping for, for five years. And so revenue, revenue was particularly significant.
1: Wow. Bootstrapping for five years, keeping the team together. I guess you really need that strong mission and vision, everyone super driven during the time to really have that belief that it's going to make it work. Right.
0: Yeah. Here's that also we could see it working, right? So the, the product was working the you know customers love the product we can see one key metric we track is how many solar projects um we touch in our software and, and that number just kept kept going up and up and up we, we had a lot of indication that things were working and, and the mission that we all all believe in
1: awesome i i know that you've started using computer vision to further uh, optimize your processes can you share more about how this idea came and what is that about? How it helps to further improve your processes?
0: Uh, Well, solar design process has these, our software has these engines that um, do different parts of the design process. If you can think of the process of of getting to an optimal solar installation, there's, there's multiple steps, right? There's first understanding the energy consumption of the buildings, how much, what's the utility bill? How much do you pay before you go solar? which you can reduce because you now start producing your own energy with, with solar. Um, so how much energy do you consume? Uh, during what times of the day do you consume energy because of how utility rates work? So that's that's one step. Second step is understanding the environment. So what's the roof like? Um, are the neighboring buildings, mountain ranges, trees, casting shade? What's the weather like? That's uh, mm-hmm. step two. Step three, the system design. So configuring how many panels fit, where to put them. And so forth. Step four: What's the energy production going to be like, based on what you put together? Step five: What are the savings like? And then step six: If you finance the system, you know, after everything's said and done, how much do you save on your, on your system or on your, on your, on your bill every every month? If you think about it, it's sort of this sequence of, of steps, we started uh, working on optimizing, sorry, automating each. Uh, as many as possible, each one of them, sort of at a time. The big one that was outstanding, that was really difficult to to solve, is the step of creating a three D representation of the building. So we have our own CAD engine, if you will. You can three D model your roof. Um, that's one of our uh, what our product really shines. Um, but it was a manual process, and so we were trying to figure out how do we how do we automate that part. That's a necessary part because you know residential solar goes on roofs. There's you know hundred plus million roofs. How do we design solar at scale? How do we, you know, ideally, you know, the dream is, can I just snap my finger and design an optimal solar installation for every, every roof in the U S or even in the world, right? That was sort of the, in the limit that the, the vision we wanted to get to, uh, to be able to do that. And the necessary part there was to, to automate the, the roof modeling, and the creating a 3d, 3d model of, of the building six years ago, probably we started our first, um, First, first efforts um, um, in in computer vision.
1: Perfect. So I'm wondering, it takes quite some time until you have from idea to uh, some working product around uh, machine learning. Can you share how much, how long time it took from the first idea until you realized that okay, this AI uh, application, AI installation into your system, is working? Because according to many estimates, over eighty percent of uh, ML projects fail, and when is the right time? You realize, okay, it's working, it's not working, or what it took you to get it working.
0: Took a while. It took several years till we had something. And um, one one thing was also the state of the art had shifted so much. You know, when we started, our initial approaches were still very much based on uh, sort of traditional computer vision rather than machine learning. Then you know, all these advances started rolling in. You know we shifted our approach towards you know machine learning based based approach we were sort of at the well catching up to and then at the cutting edge of, of what what is happening uh, which was very very exciting um but it, it, it took quite a while um, the other thing is you know it, it's not the challenge whether is it working because something what was always working the question is sort of what are, how do you map that to the needs of the needs of the market so what are the use cases and how do you meet that that threshold it's a bit of a blurry, uh, blurry thing. And especially as we're sort of bumping against the state of the art and, and, um, to our knowledge, nobody has, has, has done what we've done and has the same, you know, there's not a textbook solution for it. That was, it was a bit of uncertainty, I guess, and uh, you are wading into and faith you have to have. Um, so it took us, it took us a couple of years, um, but it's something we also, we also knew and a risk we were willing to, to take, um, to be fair it wasn't the core of our business right we had a working business that was there this was sort of the next generation and something where we believed that we believed in where we could take that that technology and you know bring machine learning to uh, renewables to to clean tech and we thought this this would be an amazing amazing thing that's super impactful if we if we could make it work recently it's been terribly exciting because when, when when you see it come together it's it's i mean it's magic right uh, you hit a button and everything happens you know and now it's even on many dimensions, outperforming humans, right? Um, that's wow. uh, the, the the bar for human is is also not perfection, right? Humans are need to be trained and uh, make errors, mistakes, and, mm-hmm. and so to be able to, you know, augment them and then you know, uh, and give give humans that sort of leverage is, is pretty powerful.
1: This is such a great example of how uh, machine learning projects uh, work generally, it takes time, energy and commitment for a long time. And if you spend uh, some time, let's say uh, half a year or a year, or at some point it's so easy to give up because it requires so much data, it requires so much iteration, so much building, uh, iterating, understanding what works, what doesn't work. And this is such a great example of the persistence that when you have a goal, and then you're persistent iterating well, it, 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 it will work out, especially in data science and computer vision projects. And this is what we're trying to push for for every our client who's building machine learning. And of course, help help that to be successful yeah. from our side. Such a great story there.
0: So it was definitely something that's risky, but we, we can see the, the payoff on the other side being a huge game changer. So Absolutely. That's, uh, that helped us uh, persevere. Absolutely. If
1: I switch the gears a little bit, you have raised uh, so much uh, great fundraising rounds, over half billion across uh, several times uh, into your development. I think the last one was 200, 250 million within a short period of time in a row. Uh, what's next for Aurora Solar? How are you utilizing these funds to bring up Aurora Solar to the next level?
0: Our mission is to create a, um, a a world that's powered by solar energy to make it so that you know everyone can benefit benefit from clean renewable energy yeah that's what we get out of bed every day now the way how we do that is by uh, streamlining the process of of going solar to bring down the cost of of solar to the, to the end consumer and to make it easier to design these systems at scale that's always uh it's been what what this has been about Increasingly, what we're doing though is we're also touching more and more of the process of going solar. So we started with a design solution. You can think of it a little bit like, it's not perfect, but AutoCAD for solar, maybe. Um, and then we expanded from there. So now we have sales tools. Uh, we have a machine learning based product called Lead Capture AI that lets uh, homeowners self qualify, basically designs a system for them interactively, building more tools, toolkit, if you will, for, for solar professionals. Also, there's a, there's a big world out out there outside the US, so we're also turning our eyes to that. So that's going to be an exciting uh, new chapter for us as well.
1: Perfect. Uh, is there already public number? How many houses or homes have been installed uh, with solar panel through your system?
0: Uh, we don't track uh, installed per se, but we for us uh, the metric is designed because we no. also used early in the funnel for evaluation and quoting. Uh, but uh, more than 10 million buildings have been designed in in Aurora. So it's a huge, uh, huge milestone for us. And incredible to see that number go up every every day, really, every week and every day.
1: Wow, that's so exciting. I can't uh, wait to see what's next for Aurora Solar and for you guys. I'm such a big fan. And especially from us seeing every day, every uh, industry technology is starting to adapt new AI applications, new processes around AI, Uh, surprisingly, you know, there are industries that I would never think, uh, machine learning is coming and seeing the solar industries also being implemented with machine learning applications. Of course, that's added even further fascination for me. So I want to wish all the best luck for you and Aurora solar all the best for the listeners. Just want to remind our guest today is Chris. Chris is the co-founder and CEO of Aurora Solar. They're building the future of uh, solar energy software to make it much easier and quicker and more understandable uh, where to install solar, how much savings you'll get, what it will take and so on. So really excited to have you uh, with me, Chris, today. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me, Tigran.